0: What do Tigger and Advent calendars have in common? Anticipation and joy. Christmas is right around the corner, and we have been having a really good time at our dance studio. The dance teams start their season early in December with doing kind of community outreach, really fun things like that. And then on the 11th of December, we did a big performance, our first indoor performance in two years at a local high school for the older kids. And then this last week before we break for Christmas, we do somewhere between 25 and 30 open house classes for the preschoolers and the level ones. And it is a tremendous amount of giggling, laughter, joy, beauty, and it is a tremendous amount of work. It takes it out of you, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. I can't imagine doing any other job. So I hope I've got some of my studio owner friends that are listening in today because we're probably about on the same page right now. If you're finishing up your nutcracker or your nativity or whatever your studio does to celebrate the holidays. And I am wishing you health, happiness, rest, peace, joy, all kinds of good stuff. Please do take a Christmas break. I hope nobody's working right through the holidays. So um, today I'm talking about the character Tigger from The 100 Acre Wood. And I just read something here. It was actually a post by Ree Gold. And I know that Ree and I have been in contact with different things. I hope one of these days he's listening to the podcast. But for those of you that do, maybe do not follow him, it says gratitude. It's kind of a drawing picture of a prescription bottle. And this is the prescription. Take a daily dose every morning may cause shifts in perspective, may cause feelings of abundance, decreased feelings of fear and anxiety. And yes and amen. I just commented back to him and I said, that is all. So gratitude is a wonderful prescription for depression, anxiety, low self-esteem, self-absorption. Any negativity that wants to hover over you and hold you down as a business owner, a creative person, a studio director, let's just get back to gratitude. If you've been listening to me for any certain amount of time, you know that that is definitely one of my themes. I actually have very low tolerance for people that don't practice gratitude. If you live in the state of Washington and in the United States of America, you pretty much don't have anything to complain about, but that's just me throwing my opinion out there for you. So there you go. If you do not appreciate gratitude and you don't appreciate joy, I'm sure you stopped listening about a year ago anyway, so that is okay. I'm always hoping to attract the people who need to be listening and or repelling the people that are not supposed to be listening. Little story from our dance studio is I started something spontaneously a couple years ago. And right after Halloween, which I'm not really a big celebrator of Halloween, but my focus goes on to the holiday of Thanksgiving. So for question of the day, I would ask the kids what they're thankful for that day. And I was surprised and astonished when I first introduced the question. Kids would look at me like a deer in the headlights, say, I don't know. And I don't know if they didn't understand the word thankfulness. They didn't understand the concept thankfulness. Or if perhaps they truly couldn't think of anything to be thankful for. And I had to really guard myself from copying an attitude. We actually live in kind of a middle income area. And if these kids can afford to even come to dance class, and most of their parents do drive pretty nice cars when they come to drop them off. But they're sitting there looking at me, couldn't think of a thing to be thankful for. And I was astonished, but we kept on. And it's been a couple years now. And this year, we're at the place where I introduce the exercise the minute that Halloween is over. So we've got a whole month to think about it. So even the new kids that maybe they didn't understand the concept at the beginning of the month, by the time we get to Thanksgiving and that rolls around, they've got it down. They are, it's such a blessing and such a tremendous heartwarming moment to hear some of the things that kids are thankful for. So everybody gets a post-it note and they get to write down their thankfulness thought. And if they don't know how to write myself or one of the teachers can help them write that down and they put it on the door and we have three doors front and back, um, one on each studio and then one that goes between the two studios and we get those doors covered. It looks like Turkey feathers everywhere. Last year, Uh, We had completed our thankfulness doors, but the girls gathered at the studio and we were going to decorate for Christmas on one specific day. And it was exactly the day that the governor implemented the stay at home order for the second time in the state of Washington. So we sadly came together and said, well, we won't be able to decorate for Christmas. There's no point because we're not going to be doing any classes between now and Christmas. But thankfully we had the thankfulness doors completed so we were able to video record any choreography that we did have so we could release it online. And my husband took pictures of the girls standing beside those doors with the Post-it notes everywhere. And it was just a wonderful reminder. This past season, my favorite one, a little girl had me write down that she was thankful for her mom, her dad, who make her macaroni and cheese for lunch, and two Oreos. I don't know why that stuck in my mind, but I thought, you know, she didn't ask for a whole pack of Oreos. She was thankful that her mom and dad provided her with specifically two Oreos. For anybody that doesn't work with preschoolers or doesn't work with children, you might not uh, get the happy feelings out of that that I do. But how sweet is that? So we've grown from, I can't think of anything to be thankful for to I'm thankful for my mom and dad who make me macaroni and cheese and two Oreo cookies. I have a feeling that Tigger's parents raised him in a household of gratitude. Perhaps he took dance class from me one time and he read the sign on the wall that says, there's always, always, always something to be thankful for. And he just started bouncing around because thankfulness fills us with joy. Joy fills us with energy. And energy is what we need to make it through the day and make it through a full-out dance class. One anecdote for avoiding following the pattern of Eeyore from the 100-acre wood just might be to bounce around like Tigger. Every morning, you need to wake up and choose joy. Our days are hard as business people. There's a lot of obstacles, and you can just wake up in the morning And you feel overwhelmed before your feet even hit the floor in the morning. Or you could just put your tail down and start bouncing. Just bounce right over the obstacles. Bounce over anything that's choosing to be in your way and hold you back. I'm going to say just step on top of it and use it as leverage. The leverage is going to cause you to bounce even higher, get a better perspective, So I have been having some fun thinking about Piglet and Pooh and their sweet, precious friendship. I've thought about Eeyore, the realist, who can be a bit of a downer. And today I am thinking about Tigger. He's bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. He's probably actually the most unrealistic one in the 100-acre wood. That's depending on your perspective but today I'm choosing joy. Tigger is always smiling. He's a little bit clueless, but I'd rather be clueless and joyful than realistic and grumpy or worried. So welcome to Time with Miss Debbie in the 100 Acre Wood. Now, what is it that Tigger has that we don't have? Or what is it that Tigger has that you do have? Bouncy, energy, joy. He's a little bit clueless. And I definitely fall into that category of feeling a little bit clueless sometimes. But that old phrase, ignorance is bliss, is not obsolete or outdated. Ignorance is bliss sometimes. And I'm a woman who goes after wisdom. The Bible says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And I do indeed fear the Lord. But there's a lot of things that I don't need to know about. It's wisdom that's not going to help me. Whether it's on social media, could be the news channel and something they're releasing. And these days it feels like everything's a conspiracy, so you don't know what to believe. But it definitely does cause us stress when we have these things go through our ears and we have to comprehend it. So I'm choosing to shut a lot of it out, actually. I'm going to be ignorant of the things that I should be ignorant of, and I'm going to be wise to the things that I need to be wise to. And I think that's one of the things that Tigger embraces. He comes across a little bit doopy doo like he's not clued in, but I actually think that he might be one of the more clued in ones in the 100- But I actually think that Tigger may be the most tuned in and effective of all characters in the 100-acre wood. Let your joy lead the way.